Thank you guys for coming to another episode of Koji Stud Talk. There's a bitch outside your door! No, he was in the house! Fuck trigonometry. Who the fuck is the Congo? I don't know that I trust you. Yeah! I'm not staying around! Golf, golf? Oh, ho, ho, ho! Oogly boogly, bitch! There it is. <laughs> I'm glad my genuine fear is funny. Um, <laughs> we're, all, we're all gonna die. Somebody wants to tightly grab it and hold it, I won't complain. <laughs> you're like, you're up, big boy, and slap my ass. And once again, up we are. Episode 2 of Lit a Tub, uh, brought to you by me, Koji. Uh, on this episode, I am joined by my great friends, Lance and Gloom. You guys want to say hello? Hello, hello. Today, uh, I have given them the small hint of we're doing something about the paranormal. Uh, they don't know exactly what. However, uh, what has been on my mind the last few weeks is ghost hunting. I want to get into the nitty gritty of ghost hunting with you guys. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Are y'all? Uh, for I guess first things first. Are y'all believers in ghosts? Do you think they're out there? Ghosts. Oh, that's a tough one. I think. Short answer, no. Long ass, long answer, you know, there's been some funky shit in my life mm-hmm. that I've seen. Mm-hmm. I love it. Was it ghosts? I, I would suck in that. Like, mm-hmm. on a logical level, like, I'm not a believer in the paranormal. I know that's, you know, if anyone knows me, my entire persona is ghost, but I don't really believe in them on um, a real life level. But I do find them interesting, and I do find ghost stories interesting. And I guess for me, I guess sort of learning about the like reasonings behind them, like mental health or funky things that were going on in the era- area at the time and stuff like that just really interests me about ghosts and hauntings and spooky stories of that nature. Spooky stories like ghosts in general are just so, I guess, just fascinating to me. I love, like, my big thing is like, I love horror, mm-hmm. and so like good old mm-hmm. good old ghost stories just oh. They're so good. Uh, <laughs> right? A quick fun fact I actually found. This is something I didn't know before this. Uh, the earliest uh, recorded ghost hunts were in the 19th century by the SPR or the Society of Physical Research, formally created in 1882. They claimed to be the first society to conduct organized scholarly research into human experiences that challenged the contemporary scientific methods or models, not methods. Uh, fun fact. So it's like early ghost hunters. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the that. first like, guys to actually like yeah. bring in, try and do science with it instead of just a priest walking around and vibing it out. So like a real established it was, society, uh, like yeah, yeah. scientific. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was 1882. Okay. 1882. 1882. Uh, I wonder so, if seances were in a full swing back then, too. I mean, probably, right? Yeah. Hmm. Um. Question. So we talked about that you all this like belief in ghosts. Me myself, uh, I'm kind of with the same you guys. Like I, I don't know. I that's my honest answer. I just I don't I don't know. Yeah. Um, mm. Do you think it is more likely, a, that it's like the soul of a person consciously haunting an area, or b, it is just like residual, I don't know, energy, emotion that's around it's not necessarily like mm. sentient it's just more like a recording like kind of echo. like an echo of time what do you think is more likely i Ooh. would lean towards because you know if there was any like a way to physically research like these ph- phenomena right mm-hmm. and there have been like areas of science that have sort of picked up on interesting energies right where in at least of my personal like like interest and belief or I guess knowledge it would probably lean more towards like residual energy um because like atoms and all that vibrating with energy and things of that nature um but that's just me about lance do you guys want to hear a quick fun fact sure i forgot to hit uh start recording so i'm gonna have to download the vod and extract the audio (laughs) damn it oh well i can fix it in post i can fix it in post uh also shout out to the live stream that we're doing on my uh Twitch page if you want to come and watch it live. Uh, but back to it. Um, mm. I know ghost hunting isn't necessarily like a popular thing, 
Uh, but are there any places you guys have ever like thought like, oh, I, I want to go there. I want to go try to see if I can find something there. Um, no, like, uh, I mean, I've never had like been to a spot where I would be like, oh my God, I want to explore that. Like I've seen abandoned buildings, abandoned hospitals. And this is where like, I kind of go into like, you know, as I said, like, I don't believe in ghosts, but I kind of like, like gloom. I believe into the kind of lean into the, uh, idea of like, you know, there could be like residual echoes mm -hmm. of consciousness or emotions of just bad things happen mm -hmm. happening, which is very similar to like a house I grew up in as a kid. That's some very interesting I had some, history. I had some spooky yeah. dooky stuff happen to me in my home too, which we can get around. Yeah, right. Mm, we can get to in a later yeah. date, which I'm yeah. very excited that you guys have had a I don't yeah, know yeah, experience yeah. is the right word, but yeah. uh -huh. stories to tell about this kind of stuff. And so it's like and while I don't believe it, there's a part of me that's like, yeah, don't fuck with that shit. Don't <laughs> go in there. Don't fuck with it. Don't poke that shit with a yeah, stick. Yeah, exactly. Just in case, you know, just you in know, case. You don't want to best. be haunted by like a like a hinged child, like Sally House or something. Yeah, but... that, that's my thing. Is mm. like, I'm more than happy to grab like a flashlight and just go mm -hmm. charging into an abandoned building. The second you put like a Ouija board or like a voodoo doll no, in front no. of me, fuck yeah. no, hell no. <laughs> I don't even want to. I don't. Don't. I don't want to chance it. Mm -hmm. But I'll gladly wander into an abandoned building with just a flashlight. Sure, I don't give a fuck about that. But don't put another cold stuff in front and stuff in front of me. Yeah. Spooky shit. Mm. Inviting bad, bad vibes. Yeah, I don't. I don't want the bad vibes. I don't want the bad juju. Mm -hmm. Gloom, did we ever uh, hear your answer? As if as. If there is a place uh, that you necessarily have, like, or just even just a haunted place that you've heard about that you would want to maybe, or would want to stay away from as far as physically possible. Okay, so stay away from probably Sally House, because again, unhinged child scratching people, not great. Um, I find Sally House to be one of the most interesting cases, but I will say, um, you know, I do think as a location in general, uh, if we're considering cities, I have a particular interest in like Savannah, Georgia, Ooh. because it's very historical, very spooky, very uh, gothic and, and um, such because of its history, right? It's very historically rich. Um, and there are a lot of hotels and um, like restaurants and cafes where there are like noted ghosts they might even have an idea of who they think that they might be because of records of when people were there like union soldiers or a woman who in one case uh like actually died in a hotel room because she was waiting for her lover or something you can stay in that room if you visit the city and as a vacation point i just kind of want to go there and stay in a haunted hotel do i think a ghost is actually going to tug on my bedsheet probably not but I kind of want to be spooked out of my mind just for, for one night, you know? Speaking of know like, unhinged, but... no, it is. And I love it. Uh, speaking <laughs> of like haunted hotels, stuff like that, the city that I grew up, I didn't grow up in it, but I grew up next to it. I lived there for a long time. Uh, San Antonio, Texas. I don't live there mm -hmm. now, so I'm fine with saying it. Yeah, yes. But very well known for being one of the haunted, one of the like most haunted towns in America, the Alamo and all that. One of the hotels there is mm -hmm. famous uh, for being believed to be where the ghost of um, Teddy Roosevelt haunts. Oh. And I think that'd be so much fun to go there. Um, I had this note later in the line, but since we're talking about like hometown mm -hmm. ghost stories, uh, one of my favorite mm -hmm. like haunted locations that I would love to go to uh, is the Majestic Theater there in San Antonio. Uh-huh. I actually have a few Ooh. notes on uh, known ghost sightings there. Uh, so yeah. one of my favorite ones is the ghost performer uh, Zoroastro. Um, mm. Sometimes late at night, the janitors have reported if they're kind of like tucked away behind uh, the door or something like that. And they peek into let me, let me back up a little bit. The Majestic Theater isn't like a movie theater. Uh, it's mm -hmm. more like a performing mm -hmm. theater where like ballet dancers or singers or orchestras would go play. Right. Like a performing oh. arts center. Um. And like back to the Zorostro, uh, some janitors would like peer into the auditorium and they would see a ghostly figure performing magic. And mm -hmm. he would perform for quite a, like a long time until they like fully moved into the room or like made their presence known and he would just poof, 
disappear. And so I would mm. I would love to go see like a, a ghost uh, magician. That sounds like yeah. so much fun. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I love that. But probably uh-huh. the most well-known one uh, is uh-huh. is the Lady in White, which obviously if it's a haunted place, it has a story of a Lady in White. Uh, all ghosts are usually thought of that. Um, again, janitors have seen her like float across the stage at night mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even more well-known, uh, they think that she was a patron of the um, the theater because... She's most commonly seen on the second floor, second floor balcony in a very specific set of box seats. And she's only ever been seen in this specific set of box seats. Uh, even to the point where she was actually spotted by a member, no, no, no a, a medium during a performance of the Blue Man Group. Which is just so funny Aww. that this old ghost would just show up. And, Blue Man Group. Yeah, 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 exactly. And just show up. <laughs> And be a member of the fucking Blue Man group. I love that. Imagine being that medium and you just want to enjoy some music, right? And of course, it's the Blue Man group. But, you know, you're there mm. to enjoy a show. And all of a sudden, you just get goosebumps. Like, you feel it, like, running up your arms. And you, like, open. And there's a ghost there's a right ghost next to you. There's a ghost in my feet. Mm-hmm. The the blue man man. With you. That's relatable. <laughs> I would want to talk to that ghost if I was a medium. Hell you know? yeah. Can you... Like maybe you share the same music. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like what? None of the meeting. Like the like the, the spirit, the lady <laughs> in white. You know, she's just. Who knows when she was there when she died? Right. Like. Right. Maybe she was around in like orchestras and like all this classical music. And next thing you know, now she's jamming a blue man group out of all yeah, fucking right. performers. I know. Like I that. love that. She's like, time to get with she's... this modern shit. Mm. <laughs> what do you think she's like critiquing it? Like, oh, what probably. Is this? What is wrong? Oh, with she's there because she hates it so much. Oh yeah, like right. how far he this establishment it. has fallen, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would make <laughs> quite a bit of sense. Mm, yes. So you'd have a very kind of like, I guess like a Karen coast ghost. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but the last of kind of the three most popular ghosts in the uh-huh. theater, this one is unconfirmed, and it just might be just some fairy tale that was made up and passed mm. along. However, in my mind, it's yeah. it's my favorite because of how theatrical it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a story of a few janitors who, again, not in the auditorium, but peering into it, have had the curtains that were closed fling open all the way. And this is a big stage, mm-hmm. so this, this isn't yeah. just like a little bit of movement. Mm-hmm. It's a, a giant movement where these curtains go flying out of the way. The stage uh, dramatically opens up. All the like mm-hmm. spotlights flash on and there's a group of ballet dancers who start dancing on the stage and the story goes that obviously a long time ago these ballet dancers were hired to perform and while practicing before their show uh some loose lighting fixtures fell and killed the group unfortunately oh wow and now they every once in a while will come out and have their performance as ghosts to get the performance they were uh robbed of way back when Mm. Mm. and so i i don't know why but i I just love the idea of watching like um ghost performances that sounds so cool to me does sound very neat like just sort of i guess like living out like their past passions Mm -hmm. you know it might be because Fallout New Vegas, obviously, is one of my favorite games. Oh, yeah. And in the DLC, uh, there's this whole thing with Dean Domino where if you don't save him, there's this big, long speech about, like, his ghost performing on stage and it really impacted me as a child. Uh, and so that might be why I love the idea of ghost performers. Damn. Fallout New Vegas got you in a lot of ways. It did. It, it yeah. is <laughs> easily one of the most impactful uh, games of my mm-hmm. life. Um so another place that I'd love to go to again uh, is the USS Hornet, mm-hmm. also known as the Grey Ghost. Oh. Okay. I've been there once as a kid, and I didn't uh-huh. know it was haunted, but it creeped me the fuck out. Um, the ship itself... It just gave you, like, bad vibes? It, horrible vibes. I was a kid back then, so I was young, uh, but at the same time, just going through the ship, it just felt wrong, and I didn't know what it was, and then... I finally learned later that it was like a it was like a popular haunted place. And I'm like, 
that makes so much mm. sense why it felt so wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, the USS Hornet is a massive battleship um, that's seven total decks, 825 foot long. It is the ship that uh, grabbed the, the uh, I guess, landing craft from the first moon landing mission. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Uh, it also has like, it's one of the ships that was known for having like the highest like suicide rate in World War Two. <laughs> it I mean, it's just filled with yeah. potential like haunted energy, and they actually do this thing where you can pay and get to, like an overnight like mystery tour. Ooh, like a ghost Ooh. walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want to do it because apparently it's a really big activity for local Girl Scout troops to do. And I'll be damned before I let some Girl Scouts run up there and be a bigger fucking macho man than me. I don't know, dude. Get me in that ship. Don't put down the, yeah. don't put down the Girl Scouts. Those I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm saying they're brave as shit. Ghosts, yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. Dude, you know how you see how the balls you'd have to have to sling those cookies all day? That's what I'm talking about. You ever seen the, <laughs> just how ferocious they are when you walk out of like a grocery store and they're just sitting there? Hey, you want some cookies? Yeah. yeah, why not? Why don't you want to buy my cookies? I know. Uh, those children look like they would kick you in the shins. They would totally kick mm-hmm. a ghost in the shins. Oh, 100%. Right? They would totally cook. I, I feel like Girl Scouts, too, like the ones who are like, this is like my hot take and this mm-hmm. total segue. But it's like, you know, it's like strong likelihood that half of your troop of Girl Scouts will join an MLM at some point. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Fun facts. Fun facts. Just, you know, fun facts. Um,. Uh. That made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Um, but I want to yeah, do haunted it. places. Like I mean, like you know, to wind back onto those kind of like energies. I feel like that falls very in line with like how we all feel about ghosts. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, like just the bad kind of what's the word I'm going here for? Juju here? vibes. Juju vibes. Just that feeling, you yeah, know. It's, it's like your skin crawls and, just, and stuff like yes. that. You're on edge. It just yeah. feels like somebody's watching you, even though mm-hmm. you know there's nobody over there. Yeah. And it's interesting how you picked up on that too as a kid I before just, anyone told you. Yeah. Yeah. It just it just felt just um, wrong down there. Mm-hmm. Like it just felt like you shouldn't be there. I don't know how mm-hmm. to describe it exactly, but like. Because it was one of those things that, like, I was like, I was so excited for him. Because even as a kid, I was like huge into history. Mm-hmm. It was a battleship. I mean, what kid wouldn't want to go explore a battleship? Mm-hmm. And then I got on there, and it was so cool on the deck. There was like a little museum, and then you go below deck, and it's still really cool. But you go like three or four decks lower, and it's just, it's just scary. I don't know if a better word to say it. But it's just, it's just truly frightening. Um, Honestly, though, like sort of in a similar vein of like ships mm. and haunted ships, something this is kind of circling back to a question you asked before anywhere you would want to go or stay, but the Queen Mary. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, it's, I think, currently docked in California. And yeah. You it as, uh, <laughs> I've seen it. I've not been yeah, on it, but I've But you can I've, stay, you can yeah, stay on nice. the ship as mm-hmm. a hotel and like yep. tour it. And that's always been like an attraction I've wanted mm-hmm. to like see IRL. I want to stay on that freaking ship Same. and and feel let's the go. energy. And let's also, go. I just, let's go. Let's go. Field trip? The, amount, yeah. the amount of times Part I have episode. been next to Queen Mary, like in port, it's like at least once a year. And I've always wanted to go on that thing. Let's go. I'll do it. Well, okay, do just it. brag then. Let's go. I let's know. Go. Yeah. Let's go. Okay, let's go. I want to do it. Um, it's like one okay, of those, we'll yeah. do a part two episode on the Queen yeah, Mary. On the Queen Mary. Oh my yeah, God, yeah, yeah. That'd be so we can much do a fun. ghost hunting episode. <laughs> yeah. I want to, y'all have no idea how badly I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's do it then. <laughs> I have a few more like locations I want to talk about before I get into my desire to yeah, ghost yeah. hunt. Uh-huh. Uh, but speaking of like hotels and things you can stay at, one place mm-hmm. I really, really, really want to go to, I don't know necessarily if it's haunted. However, it's tied very closely with a movie that I love, and that's the Stanley mm-hmm. Hotel. From the movie The Shining. Mm. It is a real yeah. hotel that you can yep. just book a yes. room in and stay in. I don't necessarily yes. know if it's haunted because I looked pretty heavily and I couldn't find any like ghost stories. I think it was just an older hotel that Stephen King just got inspiration yeah. from. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like yeah, that's a Stanley Hotel. I don't like if I'm doing like a ghost trip, I don't care if it's necessarily haunted or not. That's that's yeah. a huge like piece in like horror history. I'd love to mm-hmm. go stay there for a night. 
It's still spooky, you know? It's got that vibe. It does yeah. have that vibe. That raises, like, the interesting question of, like, is it? are you primed now for it to be spooky due to the movie? I fully believe yeah. that if you are looking for ghosts and, like, looking to get uh -huh. scared, you will find something. Whether it's, mm -hmm. like, a feeling or, like, you'll hear mm -hmm. something. But if you just go in, like, nah, there's nothing here. I'm not going to do I'm yeah. not going to experience anything. You're not. You have to 100% mm -hmm. prime yourself, which is one, one of the big reasons I, I don't know about, like, the belief in ghosts. Because if you mm -hmm. believe in them, you're going to hear and you're going to see things. You're going to feel yeah. things. But if you don't. Nobody who doesn't believe in ghosts feels things. Uh huh. It's confirmation bias. Yeah, 100%. I, I can see that. You're just gaslighting yourself into believing in ghosts. I know. It's like, I love ghost hunters for that reason. Mm -hmm. There's this one, like, dating podcast that I listen to, which is my guilty pleasure. <laughs> and they once had a, they once had a contestant on, or not contestant, but a person on it. And the reason why he wasn't going on another date with this woman it's because she wasn't like you know enjoying his ghost pals, and then his like his kind of final fuck you is like it's like it's like it's okay. I have my ghost girlfriend anyways. I have my ghost, ghost girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh my damn. God. And he's like, you don't know what wow. it's like, and he's like, you haven't had real pleasure until you've been with a ghost. I'm like, God Jesus damn. Christ. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. The balls it takes to say that on like yeah, TV right? or a podcast yeah, or whatever like, you're listening to, yeah. that's with their whole balls, chest. Yeah, whole yeah, chest. Exactly. Dude just went in. I love I, I, it. Yeah. No, they just they they had they were like really proud of that yeah like, i love it you? yeah good for, you. <laughs> good for you i hope you and your ghost wife have a great time i know right as long as they're happy maybe they're going and honeymooning <laughs> in the stanley hotel right maybe trips are cheap too you only need yeah. to buy <laughs> you only need to buy one <laughs> yeah don't even have to buy her dinner exactly. She can't even eat. exactly that's called the cheap living <laughs> Uh, <laughs> my last place that I have on my list of places are uh -huh. no, there's one more actually, uh, but the, yeah. another place I really want to go to. I don't think I'd actually do this one, mm. but one place I really want to go to is I want to go to the Gettysburg Battlefield and go camping. Oh, okay, that's the kind of like that's where I feel like the real kind of like collective oh yeah energy oh yeah kind of stuff like battlefields and stuff like that. That's, yeah, that's a lot of collective energy. Yeah. That's really considered. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I 100% believe that if you're going to find ghosts, that's me the one place. Yeah. That's me the one place you find mm -hmm. them. And then yeah. on my last list, I don't know if I'd actually do this one or not because um, I don't know if I'm brave enough because uh -huh. I feel like this one's a little bit more demonic than it is like ghosts. But it's the Paris Catacombs. Ooh, yes. Those I would, are very interesting. Yeah. I would mm. love to go and just let me go like ten ten foot in. Let me shine a flashlight in. Mm. Say I went in, and uh, then get the hell out of there. You're scared of human skulls, Koji. Can't imagine that's why. A, yeah. I would. I would walk through. See, the whole that's thing. actually I think that'd be fascinating. A, I don't know mm. why, but like spooky houses. No, but catacombs, yes. There's something about me like, let's go It's historical. Go in. Yeah. Those are I mean, real yeah. human remains, which is startling, but at the same the time. The bones like, are real. Oh, my God. <laughs> they're real. <laughs> they're real. No, it's just like, that's a lot of lives that have yeah. just, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, been in turn, honored essentially. or not yeah. honored, but like mm -hmm. just they're there forever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're long gone, but. We're still looking at them. And that's right? crazy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just find it really fascinating on a historical level. One of the main reasons I really want to go is because, like I said, I love spooky. I love history. And so yeah. I listened to a podcast about the Hellfire Cult, mm -hmm. which was like known for having their like parties and rituals and things like that in those catacombs, mm -hmm. which is the reason I don't want to go because that's some demonic ass shit. Uh, but like I said, I, I'd fuck around and peek my head in. Good luck getting me to do more than that, though. All right, we'll leave you on the stairs. Yeah, y'all can go in, and I'll, <laughs> I'll like Scooby Doo walk behind you guys, shaking like a fucking like jackhammer. It's okay. I'll lead the way, Koji. Don't worry. I'll oh, yeah. fight off the ghost for you. Hell yeah! Speaking of fighting off the ghost, that leads me to my next point uh, of actually ghost hunting. One thing that every time that we played uh -huh. the game Phasmophobia, uh, one thing I always say is I wanted douse my hands in holy water and box a ghost uh -huh. 
Okay. And so now I just want to like jump into a pool of holy water and go do some like fucking Brazilian jiu-jitsu with a motherfucking ghost. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be so much fun. I don't know why, but I want to fight a ghost. I... The thing <laughs> is, what I've learned about me with phasmophobia is that like when I'm like scared of the spooky and paranormal, I just try to flirt with it. <laughs> you know? Are you that guy who's married to the ghost? Are you? I know, are you right? the? I, I are you the ghost that. wife I'm guy? Like, yeah, ghost. I'm the ghost wife. Guy. Oh my no, god! I'm like out. Of, it's like a fear response, and I'm like, it's like, well, if he can seduce them, so can I. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Maybe if you seduce them, they won't try to kill you. Exactly. I won't. They won't cause me to yeah. bleed out of my fucking eyes. Maybe if I fuck them, they'll leave me alone. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> Speaking of uh, phasmophobia, I feel like ghost hunting mm-hmm. really wasn't like that big of a thing until that game came out. Like, I know obviously it was because yeah. like you obviously like peak ghost hunting was the TV shows yeah. that were everywhere. Ghost adventures, mm-hmm. exactly. Like ghost adventures. Yeah. Hell yeah! Zach Baggins got his ass grabbed by a ghost. <laughs> yeah. That is my favorite episode of all time. Okay, I love that anyway. one. See those ghosts? They want some. But I feel like that was like a very like small like niche. Uh huh. I mean, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like a lot of people saw it, but I feel like a lot of people in a certain like audience saw it. Like not everybody did, and I feel like Phasmo came on the scene and everybody yeah. was all about ghost hunting there. Mm-hmm. Speaking of sense. TV episodes, <laughs> there was one I saw that every time I see it on TikTok, I send it to my friends. There's this guy, and it gets, this is a serious, serious ass show, and he's standing there in this room, and on this table is a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> and he goes, dude, the ghost wants me to drink that whiskey. I have the strongest <laughs> urge to pop the thing open and drink the whole thing right now. I don't know yeah. why. I don't know why. Yeah, the, the ghost, ghost really wants me to get, take, a, take a drink right now. Yeah, this ghost <laughs> wants me to take a shot, dude. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's it's definitely the, it's definitely the ghost on your crippling alcoholism, <laughs> right? Oh no! Someone like, possessed. I'm pouring another one. <laughs> Dear God, I can't stop myself. I drink the whole bottle now. Oh no! Gosh, guard. <sighs> oh my God. So besides like ghosts and stuff. Are there any other like spooky dookie uh, creatures that you guys are interested in? Spooky dookie, cryptid. What's your Moth favorite cryptid? Mothman. I'm sorry. Yes. That's a basic answer. I know that's a basic answer, but my god, do I love the idea of just this fella with the wings, just like skulking in the darkness. Like, I wish these people would stop looking for me. Like, I don't. Know. <laughs> I just. Yeah, I want to visit that town and go to all of like the various like attractions. I want to walk out so of there with like fun. Mothman sunglasses. Hell yeah! And, like, oh my god, the like full a bag and like the poster. Tourist. Hell <laughs> yeah! yeah. I want to go full tourist. Um, Mothman regalia for Mothman. Yeah. Oh my god! But I don't know. I'm have sorry. y'all ever seen? No, no, I love Mothman. Uh, have y'all ever seen the? Uh, I don't know what the show is called, but it's a bunch of like hillbilly rednecks go search for Bigfoot. No. Oh, I can't remember what Sounds it's called, great, but it's so good because you they just overplay everything up. <laughs> there's one episode where they're like, they're running through the woods. Wait, wasn't that hunting Bigfoot? I think no, was- no, 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 different show, different show. They're running through oh. the woods. This guy trips and falls. <laughs> he just starts screaming, and the the party the camera crew is like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" Bigfoot grabbed my ass. <laughs> he assaulted me. <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, hold on, let me look the hillbilly Bigfoot. Now I need to watch this episode. Show. That's like we need a crossover of uh. Ghost Adventures and whatever the show's show is on, like supernatural creatures grabbing people's mm. asses. Oh, it's it's consent. mountain monsters. We need to talk to ghost mountain monsters. We mountain need to talk monsters. to them about consent and the exactly. human Exactly. Just because, because you're incorporeal. You yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys tell died them. a horrendous death, and you're incorporeal. Does not give you free pass on this ass. To grab an ass. <laughs> free pass <laughs> on the ass. Use use the Ouija board to ask yeah. for consent first. Right? Yes or no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want that to be my first piece of like piece of like the tub merch. It's just give me a okay. koozie that has just because you're a ghost doesn't mean you have a free pass for this ass. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're welcome. <laughs> I appreciate it. I love that. It's so good. Uh, I want to go Bigfoot hunting too. I don't know why. I just want to get. I just want to get spookied. I just want to get spooked like, out my mind. I think cryptids woods, are like, great. Woods not aren't so scary to me. Hold on, haunted woods. Ooh, ooh, haunted woods. Ooh, Actually, haunted woods. no, live oaks. But and they're all alive. They're not dead oaks, so no, they no, can't no, be haunted. This, this species of oak that's just like a live oak. <laughs> I know. Like just so fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the way they like the limbs and stuff like that's a spooky ass tree. It is. It is. It's a. They have a lot of those tree. in Savannah specifically. I know. Mm. I love that. Savannah it's is so one of those good. towns I want to go to. I dropped something spooky. on my desk. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> Savannah does sound like a great place. Trees. Oh yeah, me neither. So, um, when I was a kid in middle school, I was on our cross country team, and. Um, due to time constraints because we had cross country, we had football, we had school, we had after school activities. Uh, the only time we could practice was early, early, early in the morning. I'm talking like before the sun was even up. Like we do our whole mm-hmm. practice and the sun still wasn't even up yet. Yeah. And we, I lived in a small, small town in Texas. And obviously there wasn't like it's cross country, so you can't practice on a track. So you just go running down old yeah. roads. And my town is old, 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 old. Mm-hmm. And it's terrifying because one of our most popular paths we ran down is the old tree they used to hang people from. Oh. oh. And so when you're a kid and you know that fact and it's 5.30 a.m. and you're running alone because cross-country practice was like, a, f- a few miles and everybody runs at their own pace at some point you're going to end up by yourself so when you pass that tree sometimes if you were far enough back i, I would you just swear you could see like a body hanging there and it was the most terrifying thing as a child like i used to close my eyes put my head down as i ran past it because i was just so terrified to look at this tree that's so spooky Speaking of that, uh, we were doing that, and uh, I was telling my buddies that fun fact, and they were all creeped out and stuff, and I shit you not. A few minutes after I said that, one of my friends heard a rustling in the woods next to us, and he got Mm -hmm. scared, and so he stopped, and a deer busted out of the woods, headbutted him, dropped him to the ground, (laughs) and just kept running. <laughs> we thought it was a ghost and got plowed by a deer. Oh no! Oh my goodness! Oh, that was a funny day. Uh, but that deer saw its opportunity. It's I'm scared now. I can run past him. Fuck this kid! I'm gonna run through him. Uh, let's let's back it up a little bit to something we talked about at the start of the episode. Uh, have you guys had any encounters that you probably you can't explain? Maybe you don't know if it was a ghost or not, but you don't necessarily know if it was yeah. real. I do. Me so, too. Um, as a child, uh, I used to have a playroom mm-hmm. in my grandparents' place. Had like lots, of, you know, dolls, plushies, things of that sort. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this one particular doll that was meant to like simulate like a sick baby, like it would like cough and like. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> Fucking two thousand toys. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> you know? Ah, yes. <laughs> yes. Sick. Every child wants to take care of a sick infant. Mm. <laughs> but okay, the point is that, like, it had a specific thing that it was supposed to do, right? Like, it was supposed to, like... Die? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, it was supposed to, like, cough and cry and make sounds like that, right? Like, mm-hmm. it didn't have any voice lines. Uh. So I was with my grandmother, so I was not the only per- person to witness this. And it's not like uh-huh. either of us are, like, particularly like, oh, it's mm. a ghost, right? Mm. Um, and it also was not the first time that something happened in this house. Like, there was a history of, like, my grandfather would go out of town. Um, we had a security system. It would beep if someone opened the door. Um, while he was away, in, like, the middle of the night, that door would beep and sound like footsteps were walking through the house. And there would be no one in the house. Um, very creepy. Um, things would also fall off the back of the pantry that had, like, no way of, like, mm-hmm. being, mm-hmm. like, just falling off the pantry. So, um, the house had a few, like, notable instances like that. But 
this baby doll, I was playing with it with my grandmother. I specifically remember, like, at the mm-hmm. top of the stairs, I was just carrying it around. And I hit, like, the, the button or whatever that, like, makes it do its, like, sound cues or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And instead of a crying sound, it goes rock, paper, scissors, shoot. What? Oh my god. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I remember distinctly looking at my grandmother and being like, what did it just say? That's terrifying. And we could never get it to do it again. So I don't know if it was like a programming error or something in this doll. But yeah. it said it, and we both distinctly remember it saying those words, and both looking at each other like, mm. "Wait, what? This doll doesn't do that." And like, just it was so strange. And, we, and again, never had it make a sound or or phrase like that again. It was a one-time thing, and mm-hmm. again, not a believer in possessed dolls. But if I ever were, it would be that one. <laughs> that is terrifying. That. Re- I mean, I have, like, right? two instances, like, my house I grew up in was very cursed, but that reminds me of, like, a Furby doll mm. my sister had when we shared a room. And I kid you not, that thing would just, like, open, like, just wake up in the middle of the night, because it had this whole thing, it's like, you can feed it, take care of it, and had the voice yeah! line just being like, fuck those, feed me, kind of a thing. Mine would do that. Yeah, and it's like, it would just, like, do that in the middle of the night, like, at 1am, and... I'm... I had the same thing with we my sisters. Yes, my batteries, and it would still oh. like freaking say it at night. No, 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 no. It's like I'm hungry. No, no, no. They're hungry for your fucking soul, dude. Right? No. I mean, if there's ever like a cursed object peddled to children, like it's like it's porcelain dolls and fucking Furbies. You know, I want that's... a Furby. I would own uh, a collection of Furbies mm, in this game. Fuck I no. have newfound respect um, for them. So, back to like, I was going to say about my house. Um, so, I didn't know about this, but like, I grew up in a house that was like from like this 1920 Spanish revival, and it had the, all these oaks on it, and oaks overgrown. So, it's very shaded, but you know, mm-hmm. my siblings and I, we would often playing outside hear a woman calling our names oh and it'd be so faint you know and it'd be like constant like you'd be out there you know running around and it'd just be the faintest little like you know like lambs and you just turn around and be like what the fuck um and also every night like it was terrifying because i'd be moving through that house and it felt like i was being stalked by like a predator Mm. Like, very primal fear, and it's the house I've only ever had nightmares in, and they're recurring nightmares of being hunted down by wolves, being eaten by dogs. Very graphic stuff for a kid. Um, and years later, it's like my family and I, when we had moved out, just started talking, and we all shared ghost stories, and we all had similar nightmares, similar feelings. We all had all heard, like the woman's voice know. in the garden and and what my parents reveals like which is a spooky thing like the bad energy and stuff like mm-hmm. that was that the person who had originally built the house was like a mobster ooh and apparently there's a history of like you know um inviting people over oh very terrible things to them yeah yeah and they're just okay. like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, I have similar. Damn. And it's like, and it was just one of those things where it's just like, again, I don't believe in ghosts, but I, I do definitely firmly fall into the kind of category of just like, there's some kind of like instinctual sense that this is a mm. spot where bad things have happened. Mm. Yeah. So I have a, I have a similar experience kind of yeah. sort of in terms of like childhood homes being mm. terrifying. My home, as far as I know, didn't have, like, anything bad happen to it. Mm. It was an older home, and I actually haven't told any of my family members about this because I don't want them to think I'm crazy, and I, I probably should at some point, like, talk about it. Um, So there were a, there were a good few things that happened. Mm. Mainly one, again, middle of nowhere, not in town, miles and miles out of town. Um, There was, like, a little set of woods outside, mm-hmm. and I used to, like, I used to love playing in the woods. Uh, and I would go out there, and if you ever do that at night, you was that feeling of like being watched, 
Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you have that feeling, if you turn around fast enough, you can like see what like look like a shadowy figure behind a tree watching you. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you like, you look at it and it would disappear. So I don't know if that was like just like the trick of the eyes or something like that. Mm. Uh, but that was always a thing. Like you, you're in these woods and you just you just felt like something else was there with you. Yeah. But even so, in the house, um, so my my sisters used to rodeo quite a bit mm-hmm. uh and i didn't because i just didn't care for it i had my other hobbies and things like that it took too much time but um so my parents would take them to their rodeos on the weekends and i would be left alone at home like an entire weekend mm-hmm. right because they'd go out and it'd be like mm-hmm. say at a hotel or whatever like that and mm-hmm. when i was home alone uh i had an upstairs bedroom and it was just very much the same thing like when you're in the house like when you're alone it just felt like just mm-hmm. wrong and i yeah. i just remember being terrified to turn the lights off i don't know why i wasn't scared of the dark because mm-hmm. like i said i was brave enough to go walking in the woods in in the dark so it wasn't like a fear of the dark like when i, I turned the lights off and it just felt like a thousand pair of eyes just suddenly shot yeah. on you and it was terrifying uh... i did the yeah same thing in my, that old house, mm-hmm. light like the light in the That's closet cute. always on, mm-hmm. you know. But it got even worse because when mm-hmm. I get upstairs, you could hear people whispering, Oof. and sometimes I could hear like my parents' room door open, which was downstairs, mm-hmm. like directly below my room, or sometimes lights would flicker, sometimes mm-hmm. the water faucet would just turn on. Yeah, one of the most terrifying ones was. Uh, I had two doors to my room, uh, one directly to my room, one was kind of like to the upstairs bathroom, mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. randomly, the door to the bathroom would just open by itself at like yeah. midnight. Mm-hmm. I remember this happened a few times uh, while I was asleep. I would get the strangest feeling in the world, and I'd mm-hmm. wake up in pure fear. I wasn't dreaming, I wasn't nightmaring, so I might have been having a dream or something like that, I just don't remember it. But like I, it wasn't like oh I had a bad dream. I just my eyes would snap awake and I'd be in mm-hmm. absolute terror. And usually I just throw my head under the covers mm-hmm. because when I didn't, a few times this only happened like two or three times. I would look over and I would swear there was a man in the corner of my room, mm-hmm. and it was terrifying. Like I would I didn't believe this ghost as a kid, so I was like I it's just obviously my I'm a kid. I yeah. I'm hallucinating, but it still scared me. Now that I grow up, I'm like, that hasn't happened like since yeah. I left that home. Like, what if there was like just a ghost just watching me fucking sleep, mm-hmm. and it just it creeped me out so much. Now that I'm like older and I think about it, and even and that, that it was yeah. terrifying. Yeah, I'm just remembering this one story because again, like, because again, I like. I find it interesting that we both had such haunted houses growing up. <laughs> like, what the hell? But it was just, um, like, so my parents are sleeping one night. And they hear, like, a snipping sound at the edge of their bed, like my dad does. Mm-hmm. And he wakes up, and it's my eldest sister sleepwalking with scissors in her hand. Oh, hell no. That's terrifying. Yeah. No. And apparently she was having a nightmare that she had to kill Mickey Mouse. Oh, and it what? had taken her to like the parents' room, and I'm like, if there's ever like possession and like a ghost fucking around in that house, it's that. Look, <laughs> it's just like I love, yeah. I love my sisters, but if I yeah. wake up and they're walking yeah, at me right? with a weird look on their face, the parents are just, I'm beating them up. I know. Like I love you and all, and I don't want to like, I don't want to hurt you. Across the room. But I'm yeah, going to I stuff my fist so far down your mouth you can't speak straight yeah. for a week. Are you kidding it's survival me? Survival at that. Yeah, point. <laughs> it's kill or be killed. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yeah. I know, right? That's what the I've never experienced my sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. I've had people sleepwalk around me. Like one time, yeah, uh, we were sleeping on the ground at a friend's house and. I had I wear glasses sometimes, and uh, he at some point woke up, sleepwalked, and like stepped on my glasses and broke them. Um, oh. But I, I didn't wake up for it, thankfully. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be one of my like that would terrify me to see somebody sleepwalking. Yeah, like that would just absolutely mortify mm-hmm. me. It's like I've done it enough. once in my life mm-hmm. oh. as a child, and I also stood over someone's bed. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> 
It's never happened before or after. <laughs> I do distinctly remember them being like, go back to bed. And I didn't go back to bed. I ended up in like the recliner. And I uh, sat there and watched them. I never like, yeah. yeah, I never slept walk. I've been told I sleep scream sometimes. Yeah. Like I'll have a nightmare. Yes, I'll just scream out. Like, my yeah. mom told oh my me God. one time she heard me screaming out, like, no, please don't leave me. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Just screaming, oh, like, please so don't sad. leave me. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I... Oh, no. I, I sleep mumble every now and again, but I don't think I've sleep yelled since That's I was right. a kid. Huh. Mm. Have you right. ever had... So part of your story, Koji... Um, particularly the end where you were, like, you snapped awake and you saw something in the corner of your room. A question I wanted to ask is... Could you move? Do you distinctly remember? Oh, I moved. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I'd Mm. crawl, I'd throw the covers over my head and I'd crawl up into a little ball and I'd like, like, hide. Like, I remember like hiding. Uh And sometimes when it felt like this happened once where it was just such a terrifying feeling that just something in my very soul told me I could not Mm -hmm. lay there anymore. And so I got up as fast as I could hit the light and i ran to the bathroom and just like, sat in the bathroom for like 20 or 30 minutes and just oh. calmed down so i could definitely move because like that's why mm. that was my thing too when i first started right. thinking about it, i was like well was it sleep paralysis right. but no i yeah. had full control of my body i mm-hmm. see i haven't that's had like terrifying. Oh, i haven't had like uh anything like that but well i actually have had something like that and it's part of the reason why my sister and I, when we shared a room with sleep with the closet on, it's like one night we both saw a bunch of shadowy figures come out of it and like stand over us. And like you, Koji, I could move, mm-hmm. you know? So I would like pull the blankets over my head and take it down and it'd just be like, it's like really kind of darker than the night itself. Mm-hmm. You know? it's like, so like stand looming over us and it's like again it was weird because like my sister was the same thing and we made like eye contact across the room and she's in the crib at the time we're like oh. yeah that's just uh i'm not about it neither am i and again it's like i'm not scared of the dark like as soon as we moved to that house i didn't need a fucking nightlight or anything at all but like in that in that place it was like you know, keep the shadows out, kind of. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was the kind of person who couldn't sleep without. If, I mean, mm-hmm. let me back up. I couldn't sleep with a light on, so I had to keep yeah. it dark. And oh, mm-hmm. terrifying, dude! Terrifying. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Just ghosts in general fascinate me. Mm-hmm. Would you guys ever be like? I know we talk about like, would you though? Would you go into some there somewhere like a very famous haunted place and just go and just see if you can find something? Yeah, I mean like one hundred percent. I mean, if there was a place where I could like rent out ghost hunting equipment super cheap, I would bring all of that shit. Yes. See, I don't. I don't even know yeah. if I want to like bring equipment. Like, I feel like at that point you're in. I don't know, like, inviting something in is the right way to put oh, it. Oh, it's like the Ouija board with you. I yeah, think. but, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 my thing is, I would love to use technology, but at that point, at what point does technology become the occult? Because at some point, the Ouija board was just a new piece of technology, right? Mm-hmm. So at what point can these do these ghosts have, like, a little bit of sway over technology? And at what point does that become, like, the occult? And I don't, like, I would love to get, like, an EMF reader and, like, a little, like, recorder and just get out there uh-huh. but at the same time like is that mm. technically inviting them you don't want these ghosts yeah i don't, I don't want them <laughs> to like haunt like, me well to sort of like add on to that though like so uh-huh. for example I, like maybe not like the voice box um like maybe you would people recognize from um like buzzfeed unsolved but mm-hmm. things like temperature readers what because temperature historically in ghost hunting is one of the key factors like there's a temperature drop mm-hmm. um when there is a presence right or at least that's what they say right mm-hmm. um like there's yeah. a chill in the air there's goosebumps and it's just cold even if it's warm where you are right mm-hmm. so i mean that's just you know oh, yeah is, is is that still a cult even though no it's i guess that makes sense mm-hmm. i guess that makes sense i guess for me it's the things that like 
look for good. Like the EMF reader, the recorder, like mm. anything that's like, hey, it's I am, yeah, I'm looking yes. for you. That's like, hey, I'm looking for you. Come here. I, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to invite them in. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Have a conversation with them. I don't Let's talk. Let's see. I want to. I want to walk through a haunted, abandoned hospital with nothing but a flashlight, and I want to hear something creepy, and I want to see something creepy, but I don't want to invite it. <laughs> I know that makes no sense. I see. But I, I would love to have like an experience. Mm. Like I would love to get something out of it. It's just, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't even know if like inviting it home is the like uh-huh. is uh, even a thing, but. I don't want to test it out. I don't want to know. It's like, essentially, I feel like it's like right. by like use taking out a device or some kind of tool, be it Ouija board or EMF scanner. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like for you, it's like basically like, I see you and the guy's like, okay, fucking bet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, hey, I see you. You're about to see a lot yeah. more of me, bitch. And just, yeah, that goes. Yeah. I was like, I was just going to grab your ass, but if you're going to be like this. <laughs> now I'm going to slap it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I kind of get that though because I mm-hmm. also think one of the factors that fascinates me about like haunted areas is not necessarily that I want to look for evidence that they're real and that they're there. I just kind of want to. I mean, maybe this is unhinged, but like mm-hmm. the feeling of unease of like there could be something watching me and like it's kind of spooky and like the anticipation of like. There could be something spooky here that's been haunting people and pushing people around. Like, I don't know. I just think having that knowledge drives a lot of our interest Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. ghosts. It's that feeling, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's almost kind of like adrenaline, right? Of like, actually, it probably is adrenaline. That's hard to real. um, When you're like spooked by something. And I think, you know, when you start looking for things and there's no temperature drops and there's no like EMF readings. And it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, well this is just boring. And you pack it up and you go home. But if you're just there basking in it, you're going to be anticipating everything. Like your sheets move a little bit and you're like, Oh my God, it's the ghost (gasps) pulling my sheets, you know? (laughs) It's going off my ass. Yeah. Like, (laughs) right. Yeah. So they grab my ass. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, exactly. So it's like stuff like Uh that, that I think is probably the Mm. most interesting driving force of being interested in ghosts. Even for someone who doesn't believe in them, I still get spooked by the idea that people think there's a presence in this room. What will I notice that makes me think there's yeah. a presence mm-hmm. in this room, if anything, See, right? Um, mm. my, I, one of the biggest reasons I want to do it, I don't want to do it alone. I don't mind like walking through like a certain part of it alone. I would love to do it just with friends. I think that'd be so much fun just uh, to watch it's... them react and like... I don't. I feel like a brave adventure like that would be like just fun. Mm. I want to do that. Let's do it. Yeah, let's go. Field trip. Part Can we say we're going to the the two? ship? The uh, was it Queen Mary? Queen Mary. Let's yeah. do Queen Mary. it. I can pick you guys up at the airport. Hell yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I'm coming to uh. I'm going to California soon. Actually, in a few months. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. I don't think it's okay. your part of California, but it's at oh, some okay. point. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a little farther north than you. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. What was I gonna say? My brain went numb. Um, in general, what is y'all's favorite like go- just ghost story? Not necessarily like your own story, but like Ooh. maybe it's maybe it's completely mm. false. Maybe it's a hundred percent just fiction. But when you think of like ghosts, where's your mind go to? I think often of like a local ghost story because it's the one I've heard most often, mm-hmm. which is um. A story of someone called Cinderman, Ooh. and it's like my local area, and it's like there. It's like a tale often told in like junior high, elementary, or like at high school, kind of like around the campfire or like in the woods, kind of a thing. Uh huh. And everyone has their own version of Cinderman. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, like the tale is, you know, someone driving in the Canyon Road is just like. Late one night, they drive into a ditch and the car lights on fire. Or the mm. o- or the other stories that they used to, they were firemen and they ran to the house and burned to death. You know, mm-hmm. um. So there's a lot of inconsistency, in, uh, Cinderman. But it's always they always appear on one road late at night, and as you're driving, you know. 
they're meant to appear. You're just meant to see this burning man walking down the road towards you. It's terrifying. That's and then it's like, and the whole thing is like, once you see them, they will like inevitably appear. Like the, you'll drive past, you'll go home, and then you'll start feeling the car heating up. Oh, and then behind no. you will be Cinderman, and then basically will immolate the car with you in it. That's mm. terrifying. Yeah, that's terrifying. Uh huh. The one, the story I always Jeez. think of, uh, back to my hometown, we had a horrible accident happen twenty or thirty years before I was even alive, where a school bus was driving over an old bridge over a river. <clears throat> and the bridge collapsed and the school bus full of kids went to the river and unfortunately most of them died and so it was said that on the yearly reunion of this accident if you went to the new bridge because they built a new bridge just kind of to the side of the old one mm. which this bridge was the one I took to go home and so I knew it very yeah. well if you pass this bridge at midnight you could hear like the screams of the kids and mm. it was a very well-known story in my town because a lot of like high school age kids did it and a lot mm. of people heard the screams i was mm. i was too chicken mm. to do it kind of wish i would have just cuz you know spooky scary Stores, yeah. at the same time that was like it was a well-known like mm-hmm. fact that that was something that you, if you wanted like experience ghosts, that was something you could do. And oh, I don't know why, but that's being so close to home, uh, like not not a confirmed, but a well known ghost story. Because like it wasn't just our town; it was like everybody like in surrounding towns knew about it too. And so mm-hmm. like to know that happened and to have that bridge be so close to you, because like I said, I, I drove over the new one every time to go home, and the remnants of this bridge are still there, even to the point. Because at some point, obviously, with uh, rivers going down, the river went down enough where you could see, like, remains of the bridge, like, concrete mm-hmm. stones kind of in this little, little, little riverbed. And it's just, I don't know, it was like a haunting reminder every time I drove past it. And I don't know, it was kind of creepy. What about you, Gloom? What's your go-to ghost story? The Casper? Ooh. So, this is not necessarily a go-to but and it's actually not even really a ghost story but it's more true crime but it's a case that i'm mm. actually really fascinated by on a level of like is it possession is it mental health mm. and how mm-hmm. it's dealt with on even a legal level um so it's the case of Joan Wollman and if this is it's probably a case you've never heard before because it took oh, place in i think Victoria Australia Ooh, um mm-hmm. i want to say I don't remember the exact decade, um, but it, it's certainly an older case. And mm-hmm. this was a woman who had documented mental health and mental illness um, struggles. Um, I believe, if I remember the story correctly, that she was in fact medicated at a point. Um, but again, this was, I want to say, like 70s, 80s or 90s. I So like probably far less well understood um, as it is today, right? Um, but they were also, um, highly religious, right? And so she was doing really well for a while. And then at a certain point, she started changing. Um, she was angry. She would curse at people. She would just say really foul things to her family and her friends. She would take off her clothes and like run around and, uh, you know, outside and like end up in places where she shouldn't have really have been and just really odd behavior, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so after a while, um, her husband decided that she must be possessed mm. and it wasn't just by one, it was by several. She had several spirits, according to her husband, that lived inside of her. Um, one of which was a small child that I think they were referred to as like baby Joan, um, which you know, in retrospect of it being talked about was probably a response <laughs> to like trauma and yeah, stuff it that sounds she like had like experienced at some point. 
from exactly. Self. Yeah. Um. So he ended up because of her behavior being so erratic, and to be honest, was probably dangerous to herself. Mm-hmm. Um. He ended up restraining her in their home, and referring to his friend who was a leader of a local church. Um, so believing that she was hysterical and that she was possessed, they performed an exorcism. Um, and I won't go too into detail of how that went down, um, but ultimately she did die because she was deprived of food. She was not allowed to move. Um, she, you know, was kind of like hurting herself in the way that she was behaving. It was very violent, very tragic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... As a result of this, uh, obviously, ultimately, this became discovered because it was reported to the police that, you know, she had passed and the state Mm -hmm. that she was in was visible. She was emaciated. She was not well. She was sickly. Um, These people were not, you know, (laughs) basically, they were acquitted um, because for for people, it was the husband, it was the... um, church leader and his wife and i believe another person who was also involved in this sort of scenario but random parish member b (laughs) (laughs) right yeah i don't remember exactly but the court decided that they truly believed that they were helping her and that she they truly believed that she was possessed and Mm. this was within their belief the right thing to do so it was not homicide it wasn't murder and they never suffered any consequences of her ever. Yeah. Um, which I find really fascinating that a court would be like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. we believe that you believe it was possession. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, this woman died as a result, but, uh, you know. What, what was her name? <laughs> uh, Joan Vollmer. And I think there's like multiple cases of her, but, or not her, but of the, of the same name, which is kind of interesting. Um, so- but of this particular woman, it was in Australia. That makes me think of a very similar case. Um, it was the basis of, I think, the exorcism, and I can't mm. remember. I think it's, I think it's the true story is the exorcism of uh, Emily Rose, where this girl had like visions of a demon telling her, "You're gonna be mm. haunted, or you're gonna be like taken mm. over for like the greater good of man. Like you're gonna." absorb their yes. sins and you're going to be haunted yeah. like a second coming of jesus almost and she said okay i'll do that and she ended up like mm-hmm. going through a lot of terrible things um people say her voice changed she threw up her eyes changed uh, they had a priest come in and they said that like she ended up being like possessed by more than one just demon like i think they said hitler was there Wow. Uh, Beelzebub uh, and even Lucifer yes, was yeah, like yeah. possessing mm. this poor girl. Um, and it was so bad. She wouldn't eat. She wouldn't drink. She wouldn't sleep. Um, and she ended up dying of malnutrition because she just wouldn't eat. And yeah. in the opposite case, uh, the courts found the parents and the pastor they brought in guilty of negligence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they actually went to prison i think for her life uh because in the court's opinion that's not they like a, a real thing yeah and that's so not an excuse yeah that's not an excuse like so it's a like, curious to me because it's like well she was obviously the one like not refuse she was refusing to eat because they were offering her food but she was like refusing it mm-hmm. and she was to the point where like when this priest came over they said like like Lucifer would take over her mouth and would like go on these long like spiels. Um, but the weird part was it wasn't like necessarily like evil coming out of his mouth. It was almost like mm-hmm. um, we're doing this for the greater good of man. We're punishing one person to save you. Like it was like a very like righteous thing. Like it was like making it out where it was like a holy event almost happening. I which obviously. I've I've heard a podcast on it and I've done a little bit of research into it, so I don't know all the details, so I might be wrong, but like that's just what they were saying. And so a lot of people are like, well that's obviously just like a severe case of schizophrenia and depression and so on and so on, because why would the devil want to do something good? And mm-hmm. but that's just that would that's what made me think of it is because in, in the opposite case of instead of the parents getting cut loose because mm-hmm. quote unquote um mm-hmm. 
uh, exorcism all that it was the exact opposite where they actually got thrown in prison and they couldn't argue Interesting. that i'm also familiar with that case yeah and i was i was thinking of that as well when you were asking about favorite stories and yeah i do i think another one that's quite similar though um would be i think it's one of the cases that the conjuring or the, the conjuring 2 is based off of the let's see infields poltergeist i think hmm is the one where there's actually an interview specifically with the Warrens. And if you're not familiar with the Warrens, they were a real um, ghost hunting or like medium couple. Don't they still have like many a... famous cases. Don't they still mm. have like a museum up somewhere? They do. They they do. And they also have Annabelle. Yeah, or, I'm uh, staying the, like, fuck the, the away doll. from that place. Yeah. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the Warrens were involved with that case. And there's an interview with this girl who also like would speak in tongues. They had a priest and like it was very interestingly documented of like it's just i think there were siblings involved where it was like two sisters and like both of them had symptoms and i don't know really fascinating i think of regardless of like any logical reason or paranormal right that um there are real um there there's real evidence to these things like not necessarily that it's ghost but like there's recordings and there's conversations and interviews that people have had where these people clearly weren't themselves regardless of reason and i think it definitely adds um, a lot to that speculation of why exactly you know they were affected the way that they were you know yeah if you want to get terrified go look up like what like the exorcism the conjuring and all those like classic horror movies are based off of usually they're based off some terrifying stories not all of them real stories but some of them Mm -hmm. are absolutely terrifying Mm -mm -mm. exactly okay um well do you guys have any final thoughts or words of wisdom you want to be said um i would just like to remind all ghost cryptids and other paranormal beings that please again ask for consent before grabbing any asses it's very rude um here in the you know, mortal realm, uh, you know, to just grab without asking. So whether you're utilizing a Ouija board or simply, you know, like writing it out in dust or something, just make sure that you ask consent before grabbing some asses, okay? Just because you're a ghost doesn't mean you have a free pass to grab this ass. (laughs) And remember, please stop haunting me and forcing me to drink the whiskey. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't want (laughs) to drink the whiskey. The ghost is obviously haunting me and making me drink the whiskey. This all just speaks to a reality that ghosts need love too. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, maybe. Find a ghost. Mm-hmm. Ask it on a date. Yeah, exactly. Be the better mm-hmm. band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, with that, I think we're going to end the recording here, uh, except for the fact that I didn't start the recording, so I'll have to come back in and edit it out. Um, So thank you, everybody, for being here. Uh, in a second, we're going to do some talking with chat, uh, the live stream, another perk of being here live. Um. But here's where we're going to end it. Uh, thank you, everybody, for stopping in. Uh, I'm excited for episode three. Episode three is also kind of a spooky topic a little bit. Um, don't know exactly when that was going to be coming out. Uh, I haven't gotten with my guests there exactly when to do when, uh, but it'll be out soon. Uh, looking forward to it. Not all of the episodes we do are going to be like history or scary topics. It's just, uh, like I said, the whole podcast thing is about what's been on my mind. Uh, and I've had some spooky stuff in my mind because I enjoy a little bit of spook here and there. Uh, but with that, we are going to end there. Uh, so thank you, everybody. And again, uh, make sure you leave me a rating if you can. Uh, give me an honest one. Five stars are always nice, but give me your honest rating. I want to be better. Uh, and yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.